0: Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. My name is Amy McDonald. I'm a yoga teacher and yoga business coach. I am so glad you're here. Enjoy 45 minutes of training for you and your yoga business. Hey folks, it's Amy McDonald here. Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher weekly call. I am still in Fabulous, Thailand. Uh, We've just completed the Abundant Yoga Teacher retreat. Want to come next year? Go check it out amymcdonald.com.au forward slash retreats amazing what an incredible group of people yes i have the best job ever gotta say right now i am poolside uh in southern thailand drinking coconuts and having a fun old time so i'm just gonna tell it straight this is gonna be a short podcast because i got a buffet breakfast waiting for me um actually as a vegan paleo vegan When you go to a resort for the buffet breakfast experience, it's kind of like, I'll have some more pineapple chunks, these, and maybe some prunes, not as fancy as it was (laughs) back in the day. But nevertheless, if someone else is cutting it up, I'm happy. Right. So today we're talking about, we're talking about embracing ferocity in yoga. And I've got three things where I three areas in, in being a yoga teacher and having an abundant yoga business where I think a little bit of ferocity from time to time is a valid thing. I have a pet hate. I don't know, like tell me, folks, if this happens to you, if people give you attitude when you start sticking up for yourself or going for it or speaking with passion or conviction of um well I, this is what I this is what people say to me. Whoa, Amy, that's not very zen. I thought you were a yoga teacher. Now, this Fs me off on a number of fronts. One, zen and yoga are essentially two different faiths that diverged about 2,000 years ago. So an interesting combination of collective things there. I think if I did some kind of similar sort of situation in the Islamic Jewish Christian kind of space wouldn't be very politically correct. So that one kind of gets me going. Uh, Then I also have this thing about well if you knew much about yoga in terms of mythology, metaphysics, philosophy at all Uh, there's a whole lot of death, dying, weapons, demons, naughty rapey things like violence, killing, killing, violence and killing. In fact, most of the good epics are about it's a love song, there's violence. It's a love song, there's violence. Like that's kind of the reminder, right? That's kind of why we love it. I mean, who doesn't like an action movie, you know? So... I think that there, and and then there is sort of what's happened to yoga over time, this is not a good thing or a bad thing, it's just a phenomenon where yoga has intersected with the New Age movement, and we see things like the Theosophical Society and New Thought and the New Age movement, and suddenly it seems to be that there is an understanding in part of modern day society to suggest that yoga is this gentle, loving lying under a blanket and listening to whale music situation now if you teach that sort of yoga go rock it like live it own it awesome my point is that we are more than that particular thread in the yoga in, in weaving together what yoga actually is and there is a time to be fierce there is a time to ride in on your tiger with all your weapons and sort some freaking demon shit out that like yoga tells us that there is a time to to cover yourself in blood and hide out in the mangroves because you pick stuff at your husband yoga tells us that there is a time to um to declare in front of a room full of potential uh con men and rapists that you will not wash your hair until you can wash it in the blood of your enemy. There is a time for that. I'm speaking in metaphor. Please don't use this as permission to actually go and rip someone's heart out of the chest and wash your hair with it. Like, I'm, this is not a for real situation. This is this is allegory, okay? Just make that real. This is allegory, really clear. All of this to say that, that yes, there is a time to be gentle and soft. And absolutely, there is a time to be fierce and because modern postural yoga western yoga is largely an industry of women I also and um, this may be way too politically incorrect for some of you but I think there is a time as women to be fierce and to reclaim what ferocity is from a feminine encoded perspective I had the very good fortune of sitting with one of my heroes of all time she's not a yogi it's got nothing to do with yoga Helen Caldicott she is a anti-nuclear activist she's just turned 80 and I have been going to watch her speak every 10 years or so since I can remember going to see people speak and sit quietly through it and she's a pioneer and she is fierce as hell and what I love, of course I love her message, but the thing I get every time when I see Helen is that she is so fierce. And this is an 80-year-old woman who has a handbag and a cardigan and uh, all of those good things and, um, and is a doctor. And she's not losing her shit. She's not being a bitch. She's not, uh, what else do we get labeled with? Um, someone called me too intense the other day too intense she's so intense like whoa what is going on here i want us to take a stand for being fierce but being fierce in the sense of like durga fierce durga got shit done durga had a weapon for everything durga came fix stuff up because all the men got together and they didn't know what to do but durga did and she did not miss a beat she did not lose her cool. She was present. She was focused and she achieved things because she was fierce. She wasn't a bitch. She was sure as hell not too intense. Was she intense? Yes. Is that a good thing? Yes. What do we come to the yoga mat for? Intensity. Tapasya. Burn it up. It doesn't mean that it has to be I don't know, power yoga or, or not. Maybe it is for you. Maybe it is 108 serena mascara A every day at 4 a.m. Whatever. Maybe you're fierce is I'm going to be, I'm going to take this yoga nidra like a boss, right? I'm not saying there is a right or wrong way to do it, but man, is there a time to be fierce as a yoga teacher and a yoga business owner? And is there a time that now is the time when women need to, women, people who feel more feminine encoded, whatever you want to call your gender, I don't care about that. My point is, if you feel that it is wrong for you to be fierce, it's time to make it right. If there are people in your life who would label you as, she's a bitch, she's one angry broad, she is so intense, she's always really pissed off. Like, that's not the same as, being fierce but some people will try and label you that way I'm going to talk about three ways my three loving invitations for you today to reclaim some of that ferocity now there is also a time for the more Kali ferocity which is a serious like lose your shit good things happen but man it gets messy and even the gods are starting to think oh you gonna calm down anytime soon because this could go really bad like there is a time for that For me, it looks like dancing in my lounge room to Taylor Swift. It freaks my dog out every friggin' time. It ain't pretty. But I'm going to shake it off because I need to. That's my Kali Ananda Tandava. It happens. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the Durga ferocity of focused, clear, and absolutely committed to getting the outcome. Not in a relentless, I'm going to max myself out. I'm going to abandon my self-care. I'm going to... Um, you know, totally self-abandoned and self-sabotaged in order to achieve the outcome. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about I'm going to slice through this ghee with a hot knife because it is the only thing that is happening and that I'm available for right now. Like that is sexy as hell. And if anybody calls you too intense for that energy, maybe they're not the people to be hanging around with. Maybe it's time to go meet some new people who are like, dang, she's fierce. So here they are, my three things where I, uh, my three invitations for you to contemplate what would bringing some more ferocity into these parts of your life and business look like for you. Well, number one, boundaries. This one never gets old. I mean, you think you've got it and then hello, the universe sends you another opportunity, right? (laughs) Woo. Uh, So boundaries, you know, where are you saying no when you want to say yes, Where are you saying yes when you want to say no? Where are you saying yes when you want to say not yet? That's the, like, let's start there. What's going on in your life and your business that you don't want to be happening? Or what's not happening that you want to be happening? Where are you self-abandoning? Where are you buying your students' bullshit? Where are you not being fierce in upholding your boundaries? This doesn't mean that you go crazy lady or man or whatever gender. But what it does mean is, you stop You stop giving up on yourself. You stop giving in to someone else. You lovingly, like Durga, clear, calm, collected, enforce your boundary with loving ferocity. I love you. The answer to that question is no. You can't extend your class pass. Like, you know, where are you saying, oh, okay, you can. Or where are you... Um, giving people refunds when you they've signed a no refund policy. Where are you? Uh, here's one that shows up for me. Oh my God, like this is embarrassing to tell you this. The space where I teach classes, I've just finished teaching classes. There is a Pilates class that is in there um, and they're supposed to be out by quarter past six. My class starts at 6.15 and often I'll get there at 20 past six and they're still in there. And I just wait and all my students are standing out in the cold, it's like four degrees, waiting because I have got a shitty boundary about opening the door and saying, hey folks, it's five past, you're finishing time, we're coming in now. Like, you know, that's just ding dong. And and then here's the other thing that they do, they don't put their props away. So I spend the 10 minutes once we do get in the room putting away all this stuff And I've never once said to the woman, the politest teacher, hey, could you get your students to put their own stuff away at the end of their class? It's no one's fault except mine, because I've never been fierce enough to say, hey, Rachel, it'll be awesome next week if you could get your guys to put the stuff back that they've used so we can start with a blank canvas. There's no drama in that, as if she's not just going to go, oh, shit, sorry, I didn't even realize, of course. But me I've lost the ferocity. I don't want to be the bitch. Oh, that's the yoga bitch that comes in after pilates like can you see how this stuff shows up? And it shows up in these small ways, but then it grows and it it sort of metastasizes to the point where where you thought you were going in life and business is actually like totally off course. Because you've undermined what's okay for you over such a period of time not being fierce enough about your own boundaries. How do you get fierce about your boundaries? You have to create them to start with. If I had a boundary that said, I am in there at quarter past six and there is no props, then I've got actually got something to uphold. So what is it that you want? What is it that you don't want? And not being apologetic about it either. Knowing what you want does not make you pushy. Knowing what you want does not make you aggressive. Knowing what you want does not make you too intense. It makes you A person who understands what they're here for. And isn't that what yoga is about? All right, point number two. Where can you bring in some more ferocity is about your admin and your work. Like this is going to get real right here. I've got this like amazing private client. We've been working together for Yonkers. She seriously is one of the coolest people I know in my whole life. And I know a lot of people. And the other day we were coaching and she was talking about how she, how she had all this time to get all this stuff done. So we wrote a long list. I've been working for myself for a while. I've got a sense of how long stuff takes. And, and it was a long list, but she had a lot of time. And then she emailed me the next day and she said, I only got about halfway through the list. And I thought, hang on, something's going wrong here. Because you had like hours and we made hours of stuff. What happened? And we took a look at it, and in fact, um, she was faffing about, that was real, (laughs) she was faffing about, oh look, it's the Facebook movement professionals something, I'm going to look, someone, Jason's posted a new video, oh, and he's fighting with Noah, and I'm going to go read that, like, you know, really, good, yes, you get to love yoga as a hobby, go do that when you're not at work. Um, you know if you find like go eat something if you're if you're scrolling through Instagram that always tells me I've got a blood sugar situation like go eat something and stop it but you know how fierce are you being about getting shit done in your business do you still have two weeks of new student forms that need data entry sitting on your desk you know who you are do you still have are you stalling on going and tweaking a Facebook ad even though you know you're spending more money than you should, but you just don't kind of want to look at it because it's scary? Right? Are you, um, have you put off the marketing for your classes because we're going on holiday next week and the whole house is crazy and I just can't think about it yet? But your classes are going to be undersubscribed when you get back from holiday? Like for real, I love you. Where do you need to be more fierce with yourself in getting? administration and the business pieces, just done. Just done. Just freaking do it. You think procrastination is a solution? No, it's festering. You still have to get the thing done and probably the outcome will be worse. All of you last minute achievers, great. Don't send me an email. You get to own it. Well done, you. I'm jealous. But, you know, where are you telling yourself that, oh, I spent three hours on the computer today and I got, like, you know, are you actually letting yourself write your newsletter for three hours are you agonizing over something that no one else actually gives a fuck about um you know and, and this stuff again this stuff I do this as well I'm not saying I'm perfect but I'm calling on all of us like here is a call to action to stop doing it uh let's see what's something ding dong crazy that I've had in my calendar um oh here's one uh oh god another you know, embarrassing. Like, I know I'm coming to Thailand for two weeks. I always get my teeth to go to the dentist in Thailand. Do you know how many days before I arrived, I rang the dentist to book in for an appointment? Guess what? My dentist doesn't have any availability. Had to go see some other guy. My dentist strokes my hand because she knows I hate the dentist. This guy, not so much. I mean, this is stupid. I've I've known I'm coming for like three months. But did I book it? No, I booked it like three days before. Stupid. You know, where are you doing dumb stuff like this? You know, getting back to people. If you've got all of these emails in your inbox that need to get gone, like empty inbox at the end of the day equals winning at life. For real, it does. It It is, it is like Samadhi. You know, you want Samadhi, clear your inbox out every day. Where is stuff building up? Where are you building up like energy plaque because you are delaying just getting shit done Durga isn't doing that Durga isn't going oh I'm just going to like see what my kids are doing on Facebook you know I just kind of it's kind of feeling a bit like not today I just don't feel inspired enough to write that sales page and if I can't really feel it then I won't be able to like write it no she is doing her dance to whatever song she needs to pump up her prana Go there, sit down and write that thing. This is not your hobby, it's your job. If you worked for someone else, can you imagine? You work for someone else and you're like, you know, I know you really need those reports by the end of the day, but I'm just not in the zone. And if I'm not energetically in the zone, it's just not going to flow through me and I'm not going to be able to do that for you. I mean, come on. There is a time to be flaky in yoga. It's called Shavasana, no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to beat up people who aren't like, As pitter as I am, but maybe there is a tweak to be made here. About are you kidding yourself somewhere in your business when you actually aren't working as much as you think you are? Not that working more makes you a better person. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. But efficiency is sexy as hell. Seriously, like if I can sit down and write the email for for, that you guys get for this podcast and uh clear out my inbox and get back to my clients and um like if I can do all of that in an hour and that means I get an extra hour for me that looks like an extra hour in my garden sexy like I don't know what your thing is but efficiency is hot as hell where can you bring more ferocity to your administration and the workflow in your business cool number three Goals and targets. Whoa, this is some shiver encoded stuff. This is masculine encoded. We're going in that direction. It's the arrow. It's the linger. It's one direction. It's, you know, focused and it is beneficial for everybody, albeit for some of us in more homeopathic doses. You might have a vision board. It might be more of a dream journal. It might be my whatever. It doesn't have to be a Gantt chart. If you don't know what a Gantt chart is, You don't need a Gantt chart. But for all of you people who are like, I remember Gantt charts before I discovered stretchy pants. Love you. Uh, Okay, so goals and targets. You know, man, it's easy to not have them. I know I had goals resistance for a long time because I just hadn't achieved my goals for a long time. And who wants to set yourself up for failure? I'm going to lose five kilos in two minutes. Oh, like that doesn't make anybody feel good. But without goals, we feel directionless. It's like when you come to do your own personal practice. If you don't have a destination in mind, what are you going to do? You're going to do all the stuff that feels nice that you do every time that probably won't heal your thing or correct your something or teach you what you need to learn to teach your students next week or whatever. But if you say, "Okay, I've got uh I'm working on this jump back" or I'm going to explore Sertorius and how we can stretch it and what that looks like. Or I'm going to get myself into uh, Barsana and play with that and look at fallout options so that I can teach. Like, whatever. I'm not saying that your personal practice has to be teaching practice. It doesn't. But my point is, if you're just coming to the mat with like, meh, likely your practice will be meh. I hope you said that with me then. I was kind of hoping that we could do a group meh um and 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 the same is true in life and business now you don't have to go to uh crushing boards and walking over hot rock seminar to get your you know goals groove on if you want to yes queen do it I love that or but you can also simply just you know what do I want to do in the next two months my sister and I before I left for Thailand we smashed out some goals this is what I'm gonna get done and they're not like crazy mine's like you know make this much money in my business uh clean out my shed get some new taps in my kitchen finish reading all the books on my nightstand that's it you know but without them you better believe that i have no taps in my kitchen and there are still those sen- same 10 books sitting on my bedside table um <laughs> like no joke not because my intention has—I have a strong son culpa. My son culpa is I will read all of those books, but unless it's time bound, I am kidding myself. Unless I've shared it with someone else, you know, I'm just going to scratch that out and pretend that it always said November and not October, right? So where are you being? Fl- I'm going to own it. Flaky instead of fierce in your goals and targets. You don't have to. For anyone who's like, "Oh, that's too masculine for me," uh, just try it try a homeopathic dose set yourself a couple give yourself permission to make progress towards them tell someone else so that you have some external accountability where is a little more durga needed in your life in the sense of boundaries actually like realistically achieving work output and setting and achieving goals and targets like I said, folks, uh, at the beginning, this is going to be a short one because if you are between me and a breakfast buffet and an afternoon in the pool. I'd be lying. And that would be a breach of my yogic vows to say I wasn't pretty darn excited about that. If you're interested in hanging out with me in Thailand, uh, check it out. Amy forward slash retreats. Crazy. holy Bad, super exciting. um, and, and just to reiterate what I was going on about today, you know, if you are, um, I think that this topic was born of something that happened to me personally, that someone accused me in a, and it was, it was an ac- accusation of being too intense. And, and that, and it upset me at the start because I realized that in fact, I hang around with, if I'm intense, everyone else I'm hanging around with is also intense. And for me, that equals awesome. But for some, it doesn't, and and being fierce about your life, um, you know, not everybody is up for that. But I suspect that if you are in this group, if you are listening to this podcast, you know that you are meant to be fierce about your life. You believe in dharma. You know that you're here for a purpose, and even though sometimes it can be scary, god damn it! Can you imagine if you didn't give it a good try? I always say, I would, you know, I. The worst thing I can imagine is having a boring memoir. She had so much possibility. He was so hopeful. She had so much promise. If only he'd really backed himself. Like can you imagine having that sort of stuff at your at your what do you call it eulogy? Horrible. So this is about not slaying demons, maybe your own inner ones, it's not going to crazy town Carly style. It's not, you know, threatening, murder, uh, um, drabity style, but it's about how you're going to ride through your life on your tiger with that focused, fierce clarity. No bullshit, no drama, just knowing what you're going for. And like I said earlier, slicing through ghee with a hot knife. No, not making things more difficult than it needs to be and not dimming your light because some people think that you're too much. You are made to be this much you are here for that reason when you show up in that energy you give permission for everyone else in your life who has been made wrong for being too intense a bitch too fierce to like whatever else you give them permission to be more themselves so this is a message for you folks if someone's told you recently or even back in childhood that you were too much bring it it is one of the gifts that you've been given this incarnation You got that bit of good karma and you get to use it to bring about even better things in the world, be of even deeper service. Get your ferocity on. I want to hear about it. You're all so awesome. can't wait to speak with you all again next week. Take care, folks. hope you enjoyed that fabulous yogi superstar. Want more from me? Subscribe to this podcast or follow me on Insta at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Talk again soon.